It's Carl here from Games, Brains, and a Headbanging Life, and I'm with Jason Evans, the, dare I say, super talented vocalist for what I and many believe to be the legends of death metal ingested. Jason, it's an absolute pleasure to speak with you. How are you doing? Thank you, man. Uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be here, mate. I'm all good, mate. Just uh, relaxing in this wonderful northwestern return to lockdown. Uh. <laughs> oh, shit. You're caught up in that. Yeah, Manchester, mate. Slamchester, baby. Damn, you know damn. Well, up to this point, then, because <laughs> now you're going backwards. Um, how have you been coping, you know, over the last couple of minutes, months with the lockdown and the slow creep out and so on? It's been all right, actually. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's shit that we've... Sorry, am I allowed to swear, or? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's shit um, that, uh, that we had to, like, cancel or postpone all the tours that we had planned, which sucks. But like, rather than, like, sitting around and whinging about it, like, you've got to take, like, positives out of the negatives, haven't you? So, like, it's given us, it's given us, like, so much more time to like spend on our social media accounts like connecting with our fans um we've been able to spend so much time like promoting the new album um i know lynn's been working on some new music stuff like separate from the band so that's that's something that he's been keeping busy with um and i've started a twitch channel with uh, my brother and my friends so that's uh that's that's been going pretty cool. So yeah, anybody who's who's watching or listening wants to follow me on Twitch. It's uh, twitch.tv forward slash the underscore slam underscore king. So yeah, we're just keeping busy, man. Like so, we just can't wait to get back out on the road. Oh, and obviously, fucking album comes out in two weeks. So <laughs> obviously, <laughs> yeah, super excited for that. So, um, like, you know the. The songs and the videos that we've released so far, like the response has been amazing, like so good. Um, so yeah, just can't wait for everybody to hear the rest of the album because uh, it's just it's just as good, if not better, than the stuff that we've already released from it. So you know, absolutely. So, what challenges then, on a more negative side, I guess we'll get this out of the way first. During this yeah. period, this whole situation is created in regards to working towards a new release. Because, as you say, you've got this wonderful creativity and ability to take positives out of this rubbish time. But there's no denying it's hard to... Well, you can't do what you normally would. I mean, it's not like this is your first rodeo. No, I mean, like, when 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 you think about it, the only the only the only, like, like real proper downside i would say like is the financial aspect of it obviously if we're not out touring we're not earning so like obviously like you know shit like that is is a bit tough so we've all had to like you know sort sort shit out and uh get back to like making ends meet basically and mm. you know shit like that so it's it's okay we're, we're we're getting by we just can't wait to get back on the fucking road in it you know what i mean that's that's it <laughs> and um what do you reckon is there anything that you've been forced to do in regards to Ingested leading up to this album release these last couple of months that you think has worked so well that you'd kind of continue to do that even when uh, things are a bit more normal? Yeah, definitely. Definitely the social media aspect of it. Um, definitely. Because like when we're on when we're on tour as much as we are, like because usually we're on tour pretty much all year, mm. um, you, don't, you don't really... I know it sounds weird, like, but you don't really 
I guess you do have time to to do the social media thing, but you don't really think about it because it's it's get to the venue, get everything set up, eat, sound check, shows <laughs> open, do merch, shows over, <laughs> take everything down, load it all back into the van, leave sleep somewhere go to the next one and then it's just rinse and repeat like that so it's like you don't really you kind of your head kind of goes into tour mode and you don't really think about things like social media as much um so yeah like that's that's something that we've definitely taken away from this um is just to you know keep up keep up that amazing connection we've got with our with our fans that you know was only as has only gotten stronger because we've been able to spend that extra time on things like Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and all that stuff. And the other thing, the other amazing thing that came out of uh, the lockdown was the uh, the idea for the Dead Seraphic Forms video. Because <laughs> we'd never have done that if, if it wasn't lockdown. Of course, of course. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> so, so, yeah, like, uh, yeah, that would never have happened. We'd yeah, never have yeah. done that. We had, you don't even think still about got, that. Yeah, well, we've got all these. We had all these ideas for the music videos we wanted to do, but then obviously when lockdown happened, we couldn't. Literally, couldn't do it. So we had to like think outside the box and and do what we could. And the Dead Seraphic Farms video is what it is. So yeah, it was great. It's fantastic that you've managed to do anything during this period because there's almost been like this pressure when you sit back and you see live streams, like professional stuff from some of the top artists in rock and metal and you're sitting in and think jesus look what they're doing shit we should probably do something um but well, yeah you got the, thing, the the problem the problem for us is um our drummer lynn he lives in on the island mallorca in spain so it's like for us we can't we can't just get into one room and live stream a set like we'd have to he'd have to be over there which I don't know like how the logistics of that would work, you know, like because if he's if he's the drummer and he's keeping time, and he's like oh, we're relying on an internet connection to make sure he's like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't know. Like, the, well, a minute yeah, in, some, he'll be out of time. Totally, it's like all all that has to happen is it for for it to like lag or buffer like one second, and the entire song's out of, out of time. <laughs> but we've done we've been doing stuff like. Um, We've been doing stuff like uh, like guitar playthroughs and drum playthroughs and stuff like that, you know, from from within our little lockdown bunkers. Mm. So we've got plenty more um, like YouTube content and stuff that we're going to be uploading as well in the coming weeks. So yeah, and the well, we'll get a little further into what's happening at the end of 2020 in a bit. So you've already mentioned we are mere weeks, what two weeks away now from the release of where gods, only gods, may tread. Um, August 14th by Unique Leader Records you seem proper stoked like you're just desperate to get this out now well we, we recorded the album in December mm. so we've we've had it since then and we've just been like <laughs> we're just so proud of it like every song on it is like there's no filler do you know what I mean you know like mm. when you get albums and you, and you can tell which ones are the which the are the like, track oh, yeah. sometimes tends to be the filler yeah. Just, just there, isn't it? Just to, just to make up the tracks or make up the time or whatever. But there's no tracks like that on this album. Not one. They're all bangers. So you, you clearly we not. About... So yeah, on. we were talking about like um, what, which songs we were going to release as singles, and I was like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> any, 
Any of them, mate. They're all sick. I wanted to do the. Uh, I wanted to release uh, the last track as a single, and it's nine minutes long. And I was like, I don't care. It's <laughs> <laughs> I don't care that it's nine minutes long. It's amazing. So any of them, any of them could be a single. So that's that's why I'm so excited about this album. Is that every single song is just it's amazing. <laughs> How did you decide then? Did you just pull it out of a hat? Um, we just we. We basically, we were like, we all decided which ones were our favourites. And then, like, we went, like, with the democratic vote. Like, which songs got the most votes out of the four of us and stuff like that. How democratic. How very modern <laughs> band. That's fantastic. No. No, very civilised people. <laughs> so, what's amazing is you've had it since December and you're clearly not sick of it. Because we often talk to artists when they've been sitting on something for so long. They're just like, oh... I've heard these songs a thousand times. We've fiddled with them, we picked them apart, and now I just want them gone. Oh no, there's none of that, mate. I'm. I listen to this album every day. <laughs> Love it. That is amazing. I was like looking at the YouTube uh, views on some of the music videos, and I'm like, I must be at least like, at least like twenty percent of these ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I love that you are so into each individual track because I really wanted to know if there was a particular track that you specifically like can't wait for fans to hear. Because personally, you've already mentioned it, but Leap of the Faithless, that's the one that I think, yeah. Yeah, totally. That's the one. That's the one that I can't wait for people to hear. Because I it's... want them to go, how is that? How When when you get to the end of it, because I know exactly what it'll be, it'll be... How the fuck was that nine minutes? How was that nine minutes? It doesn't feel like nine minutes. It's a nine minute song and it never drags. It never gets boring. It's, it's ah, I'm so excited. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it was got everything. That's that track in that nine minutes. That track has got everything in it. If you like extreme metal, you will like that song. Extreme metal take. in any type, any type of extreme metal, you will like that song because it's. Oh, it's just so fucking sick. <laughs> I was walking towards work about a 30 minute walk and ingested um, the album was my listening as I'm walking. And so each track plays along. I checked the title, see what it is. I got to that and I double taped when I saw nine minutes. I was like, the fuck? Are they serious? But you're right, it flew by. Seriously, it does not feel like nine minutes. Mm. It's <laughs> So what did you kind of focus on, um, if anything, like themes or particular subjects for the whole makeup of the album? Did you want it to tell a particular story or whether is it just a matter of, look, this is pissing us off. This is what this wants to be. Each individual song is is about different things. Mm. Like it's not like a concept album. There's no like massive underlining dead set theme throughout every single song in the album. Um, the way that we... We've been writing lyrics because uh, me and Sam are the, are the primary lyric writers. Uh, Sam Sam wrote a lot of the lyrics on this one, um, and Sean Sean wrote a couple of lyrics as well, actually. Cool. And they were really good. He wrote, uh, uh, the burden of our failures, the one with uh, Vincent Bennett from Casey Strain. Sean wrote that one. So we've all been quite involved in it. But the way that we write lyrics is a uh, we write them the very 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 personal. Like to us, like so, there are personal experiences, our feelings, emotions, things that we we might have been through, or things that have happened to us, 
Um, but then the way that we write it is we write them in meta- like in a metaphorical manner so that you can apply them to whatever you think it's about. So, because these songs are so personal to us that we want them to be personal to the listener as well. So when you listen to the song and you read the lyrics, like I want, we want you to feel that. And whatever that may be is going to be personal to you. So okay. you get that same feeling that we get. That's awesome. So it's you. You are happy for it to be interpreted as, as it, as you yeah. want it to be. Absolutely. Oh, that's because cool. I know. I know what the songs that I write are about. Sean knows what the songs he writes are about. Sam knows what they're like. I don't even know what Sean writes about because it's personal to him. And the same for Sam. Like some of the songs, I don't know what they're about, but he does. But I'll interpret it the way that I want it to be interpreted when I'm singing it. Do you know what that's- I mean? Yeah, yeah, uh, it's fantastic because you know you get that other side where it's like, all right, we want this song to mean this specific thing, and if you interpret it a different way, you're wrong. Rather than seeing, oh sweet, this person, no matter what, has connected to this track, which is surely the point of all any music. Exactly. Like I, I want you to feel the words that I'm saying, yeah. rather than just hearing it. If you know Fantastic. what I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Might, that might sound a little bit deep for death metal or whatever, but, you know, we've done the album where you're singing about gore and ripping bodies apart and blood and guts and shit and all that. Do you know what I mean? We've, yeah. we've done it. So, and now now we've, like, I don't know. Matured? I want to create, want to create an exp- a brutal experience that you can feel how's that <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it's bullshit the that the idea that just because you play a specific form of music death metal slam whatever it wanted to be um that means you can't have depth or meaning or thought behind a fucking track absolutely brutal death metal that makes you think yeah that's what it is <laughs> yeah 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 and that's that's the best kind man absolutely um, you've already mentioned the reaction. The reaction to the singles has been absolutely banging. Um, but I wanted to ask, do you then get nervous or do you still get nervous about the full release in regards to how fans will take it or do you just not care? Um, I, don't, I don't get nervous about it. Um, just simply because we, we, the beautiful thing about being in a band mm. is that you get to create the exact type of music you want to hear at whatever time that is. So, um, for me, I, I I never get nervous. I never get worried about what, what fans might think. I never get worried about alienating fans. And that's not because I don't care, mm-hmm. because we do care about our fans. Like Our fans are the most important people to us as about... Sorry, excuse me. I've been drinking this giant cup of coffee. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're the most important people to, to us as a band. Like we can't do what we do without them, and our fans are the most loyal and supportive fans like ever. I love them to bits. We all do, um, but I don't worry about alienating fans because the way I see it is, um, if you're a fan of Ingested, but you're only a fan of our first album, you're still a fan of Ingested, and any of the music that we put out now isn't gonna delete or overwrite that first album that you love. It's always going to be there, and mm. we'll play songs off that off that album. Like we might not do it all the time because it's an old album, but we'll do it from time to time and stuff like that. And you know, so we're gonna we're gonna do what we do as a band, um, 
And if our fans, if our fans like it, that's amazing. That's that's fantastic. That's we could never ask for more. And if and if some fans don't like the new stuff, that that's totally cool as well. You know, we're not going to whinge about it online or anything like. You know, some of these bands do like we're like, eh, eh, like it doesn't matter. Like music is, it's taste is subjective. Yeah. So, you know, if you might like our first album, you might not like our new album. That's okay. The first yeah. album's always there. You can always listen to it. It's totally cool. So yeah, I never get nervous about like or worried about alienating people because the stuff they like, they'll always like it. So and it'll always be there. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just excited. I just can't wait for people to hear it. And if they like it, amazing. If they don't, then that's okay. I'm cool with that. Either way, you, I'm, <laughs> I'm very confident, confident. In, how, in how good this album is. That yes. I'm not worried at all. You shouldn't be. You're right. I think I'm very confident as well, particularly because you guys are so beloved and held in such high esteem. Yet, you only need to spread yourself out about your social media. To, if you, if I'd never heard of Ingested, and I went, okay, let me have a look on the social media, Facebook, and all that, I would find an incredibly grounded band as a unit, uh, which yeah. was stunning considering the level of love for you. What do you chalk that up to? What keeps you guys so steady? Um, well, I think, I think, well, when you look at who we are, where we've come from, like, we're just, like, when we started, we were just five Manchester, like, council estate kids. Well, obviously, Lynn's Welsh, but, you know, so four, four Manchester council estate kids and one dude from the valleys. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, like, and then 15 years later, like, we've lost one of the, one of the, the Mank guys, but we're still the same three council estate kids and the dude from the valleys we've not mm. changed at all. like do you know what i mean we've never like we've never been handed anything we've we've never been given anything like everything we've got we've worked hard for it yeah we've been told no loads of times we've been told we've not been good enough for years but all that did was just solidify our fuck you mentality to people who tell us that we're not good enough or tell us that we can't do anything we just go nah i'm going to show you why you're wrong mm. and uh, you know so it's i think it's that it's it's an appreciation of everything that we have like we appreciate every single one of our fans we appreciate every show that we play we appreciate every tour that we get everything every interview that we get we appreciate all of it because we work hard for it like yeah. we've never just been a hype band we've never been a flash in the pan we've never been like you know a, a trendy band to listen to Oh so, yeah, definitely not. You know, I mean, you know, we haven't like, and that's okay to say that. Like, we've never been like the most popular band in the world or whatever, and that's that's okay. Yeah, because the way I see it is, I'd rather I'd rather do what we've done and remain grounded and remain like you know we joke and stuff and like all that kind of shit, but we're, we're fucking humble as shit people. To be fair, <laughs> like, but um, you know, if you ever like meet us, we've always got time for everyone all the time. So, and I think that's important. And, um, and I think that's just, you know, because of, like I said, where we've come from, who we are as people. It's, um, you know, we're still, still exactly the same. We still live, we still live on, on estates. We're not like, <laughs> <laughs> we still tour in a van and shit like that. Like, yeah. You know, there's no airs and graces about us. We're just four normal working class dudes. That's it. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so obviously, beginning of December this year, we're getting a bit of an early Christmas present uh, mm -hmm. in the shape of a pretty, pretty substantial UK European tour. Um, obviously, 
like anything at the moment. Fingers crossed there's no that goes ahead and all that. But you've got yeah. to be excited to do that tour. I'm so excited. Like yeah. honestly, we've we've wanted we've wanted to tour with Volvadinia for years. And it's just for whatever reasons, like it's just like, you know, the stars have never aligned. But they have now. So Yeah, yeah it's fucking sick. We're bringing Vale of Naf over as well from America. I think it's their first uh, European tour. And then we're gonna take out um a a new like up and coming UK band, Found in Fear, who were awesome. So yeah, it's gonna be uh going to be exciting. Got a hometown show in Slamchester. <laughs> got a show in London. Yeah, so, uh, Underworld. Insane. Like, last time we played Underworld, uh, it was our first ever head headline show there, which is, like, something that we always wanted to achieve as a band. Like, you know, get our name up on the, on the the above the Underworld door. Mm. Like, it was... And um, it was our first show, and we were... I think we were 80 tickets, or just shy of 80 tickets. Short of selling it out on our first fucking headline show there, so like this time I'm hoping we can we can get them ex- the next eighty tickets and have a sold out London show. That'd be that would be the dream. So yeah, it is hoping. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm feeling very confident about that. If you did eighty last time, based off this album, but also who you're bringing out, you already mentioned the three bands. Um, it's funny we actually spoke to Bulbadonia a few weeks ago. And they couldn't say enough great things about Ingested when we were talking about really? the tour as well. Um, is this the kind of bill that you like to be part of? One that has bands like that across the world and the varying years of experience. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like we we wanted we wanted to bring a mix. So as far as like death metal goes, like I think we've we've mixed it up pretty nice on this tour, um, especially with Veil of Narf. Mm. Have, you, have you heard them? Oh yeah, yeah. They're awesome. Like so, we wanted to bring in people from all, all different walks of death metal, and uh, obviously we like bringing we like bringing international bands with us, and we obviously like bringing UK bands as well, which is why we brought Bound in Fear with us. So you know you gotta, you gotta uh, you gotta rep, aren't you? So yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. Um, well, yeah, as far as um, these type of bills, absolutely. I mean, look at the European tour we did for. Surpassing the boundaries of human suffering, the anniversary tour within destruction, distant signs of the swarm, savage, mate. Savage yeah. bills. That's what you got. <laughs> oh, it's been it's been a few years since I've seen you live. Bloodstock was there the last time I saw you guys oh, yeah. destroy the Sophie's tent, yeah. man. That was actually that my first proper ingested experience. <laughs> yeah, we awesome. sick that show. That's one of my favourite shows ever. That. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. it was. That was heaving. It was awesome. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, you know, like it'll be a good show. It'll be a good show. Like you know, it's gonna be sick. But you know, there's loads of other amazing bands that are playing on the other stages and shit. So I thought, you know, it's gonna be good anyway. Like whatever. And then I fucking looked from behind the stage and I was like, oh my god, the tent's like full and overflowing. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> it was so sick. Such it was such a good show, man. It was, one, it was, one, man. One of the best ones that. <laughs> so you already mentioned the Twitch channel. I want to go back to that. Yeah. Um, what you, what you, what you doing on Twitch? Games? Yeah, yeah. So uh, gaming. Um, mostly it's me and my best mate Steve. Uh, we just stupid. It's basically just stupid conversations and really, really shit video game skills. Uh, but we also like we play stuff like Rocket League and Call of Duty with our viewers and subscribers. Uh, then on Sundays, uh, all the rest of the ingested boys come on 
and then we do like an album listening party. We've been listening to through each album, like in chronological order. Cool. Uh, each Sunday, it's been pretty cool. Um, so we're gonna when on the Sunday after the album's released, excuse me, we're gonna do one for the new album as well. So that'll be good. Uh, but we do uh, we do like merch giveaways and album pre-order giveaways like for every like 20 subscribers and stuff like we do like little raffle prizes and stuff so yeah it's been pretty funny uh we've got a uh, we've got loads of we've got loads of videos up on the on the youtube now um so yeah have a uh, give us a give us a subscribe on youtube it's the same as the twitch it's the underscore slam underscore king but yeah so you enjoy pretty, it pretty getting pretty good i love it i really enjoy it a proper i love i love i love talking to people like especially our fans and i love I love playing computer games, so you know what's what's not what's not to like. <laughs> yeah, yes, because obviously when it's Twitch, everyone goes, "Oh, it's got to be video games more than anything else." Um, do you predominantly just do that sort of like online multiplayer stuff, or is there ever yeah. any kind of individual? I'm playing this single game. I, I actually prefer playing like single player games because I like to like immerse myself mm. in the and everything. So I'm really into like RPGs and stuff like The Witcher Three, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, God of War. Um, oh, what's the other one that I was playing the other day? Ghost of Tsushima, the samurai oh. one. That's amazing. So yeah, I prefer playing games like that. But um, we play a lot of Grand Theft Auto as well. Easy so. one to really just spend a few hours in. Oh yeah, that's the that's the one that I enjoy the most because um, that's usually just me and my mate Steve just fucking, fucking aimlessly walking around San Andreas, just doing random shit. And just having a chinwag, like so, they're my favourite ones because they're just, they're just stupid, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. like vocal streams and stuff like that. But with with me having two kids, like by the time I get on streaming, which is like eight o'clock at night, the kids are in bed, and I can't be sitting there like <laughs> loud or fucking like giving it all that when when the kids are like in bed above me. So, yeah. God damn it, you're too, you're a good father. <laughs> what are you doing? I know, I'm too too much of a good death metal fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's another connection, right? So you've done the gaming, we've done the music. There's another connection to us, the GBHBL, uh, which is horror. And there's this funny yep. expectation often, right, that uh, when you do death metal, you must love gore, violence, hate, and <laughs> horror. <laughs> does that apply to you? Yes, of course it does. Of course it does. I love horror movies. Anything, yep. anything in just... Guts, violence, all that kind of shit. As long as it's got like tits and violence, mate, I'm there. Oh, uh, tits and violence. I am the god of tits and violence. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, what kind of style of horror do you, you tend yeah. to lean towards? Um, to be honest, I really, I really like. At the moment, it depends. It depends. It depends what mood I'm in. Like at the moment, I've been liking a lot of um, like satanic themed films like you know like stuff like exorcist yeah. um uh, we've just been watching a tv series called castle rock oh the stephen king is yeah. one yeah i think i've just got to the end of the first season i think or i'm just before the end of the first season and um that's shaping up to be really fucking interesting really yeah the last good horror movie i watched that i that i was proper taken aback with was probably mandy Nicholas oh, Cage. Nicolas Cage. That um, was the one that, that I was like, whoa, oh, 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 hello there. Yeah. The baby. 
So you say it's late night and you want to sit down and you think, yeah, I'm going to put a horror movie on, but I want to do something specific from a genre, not a genre, an era, an yeah. era of horror. Where would you go? 80s. 80s. Yeah. The uh, decade of imagination. Yeah. All the body horror, mate, from the 80s, all that, oh, all the... Ugh, all the flesh and <laughs> like the thing. Oh well, the thing's seventies, isn't it? Eighty. Is thing, Eighty-two. I can't remember. Yeah. It's early eighties. Yeah, yeah. I always think it's seventies because of Kurt Russell's hair. <laughs> though it looks well seventies, doesn't it? In that film. But oh, yeah, I never thought of it. He does. Like he's got well seventies hair. I mean, I know he's been in Antarctica for like however many months, but fucking hell, man. Sort it out. <laughs> It's glorious, he man. Has he got the hairspray from and the hairdryer to be able to do that? <laughs> Come on, man. It should be covered in grease and shit. <laughs> You're <Snow>. not wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, stuff like The Thing. Aliens. The the uh, the second one, Aliens, is my favourite movie of all time. Yeah? Easy, yeah, easily. My favourite movie of all time. Um, Terminator, that's 80s. Original one. Yeah, uh, yeah, the first Terminator. Okay. That's a horror movie. Of he's, course, of course, he's of course. Shit. Like, he's, not, he's not all friendly and like practicing his smile in the mirror in that one, is he? He's taking no. his fucking arm out with a fucking spoon or whatever the fuck he was doing. It's gross. <laughs> um, um, yeah, 80s. 80s would definitely be my... my oh, uh, same horror. here. Love I it, man. I genuinely believe the 80s was the last time anyone had an imagination. I believe you could back then you could go to a studio with any single idea and they'd be like, sweet, go make it. Yeah. It's amazing. And the effects as well, like, because I feel like the 80s was where, like, um, practical effects really, really, like, <laughs> like went, wow! Yeah. Amazing, because it was before, like, the when they brought in all, like, visual effects, like, you know, all the CGI and shit, like, uh, Jurassic Park kind of stuff. So it was, uh, yeah, it was the it was the time of creature effects for me. I love, I love a good creature. That's why I love mm. Aliens, so look at it, man. It's dripping in slime and jizz. It's amazing. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it is obviously iconic. What about, what style do you despise in horror, then? Um... Hmm. I don't really. I don't really despise any type, any style of horror. Um, I'm not that massive on comedy horror. Okay. Because most of the time, it just the comedy isn't funny. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if it's funny, then I'm then I'm all about it. Like Evil Dead Two, that was funny. Black Sheep, that was funny. Brain Dead was funny. Um, bad taste was funny. Those those are funny to me, but like stuff like I don't know, like Little Shop of Horrors. I just don't think it's funny and stuff like that. But I guess that's because it's more musical, isn't it? Yes, I guess one is more of a musical. Musical musicals, I don't like. There we go. I don't like musicals. So I weren't I weren't a fan of Sweeney Todd. Okay. Oh, the songs are always cheesy and shit, aren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're not. I always think I'm. I think musical and horror, and I don't even connect the two. Like, yeah. it's not for a horror movie fan. But honestly, if you get a chance, right, check out the 2009 remake of Stage Fright. Do you know that? Uh, no. What's that? It's, it's a musical, uh, but it's a horror, a slasher musical. It's got meatloaf in it. Um, no way. Yeah. 
but well, it's banging. <laughs> you had me at meatloaf. Yeah, yeah. When I saw meatloaf, I was like, fucking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's wrap this up then. Finally, right. In my opinion, we're gods. Uh, we're only gods. I keep saying we're gods. We're only gods okay. may tread. Um, may very well be the best ingested album to date. Um, Thank you. Where do you think right now it fits overall in your back catalogue? You suggested at the start that you think it's the best work. Yeah? It's the best. Yeah? It's the best. It's the most complete album that we've ever done. It's The songwriting is just so much better. Like it, It's like all of the best bits of all of our previous work. Yeah. With even more best bits that you've never heard before. It's honestly, it's, I can't. <laughs> it's like I said before, if you like extreme metal in any form, you will find something on this album that you love. Because it's got everything. Like, Your with, enthusiasm with and pride. Yeah, like... It just shines <laughs> through. And I absolutely love that because there's nothing more exciting than talking to an artist, the creator, the creative force behind such work. And um, them going, listen, this is the best thing we've ever done, and you will fucking love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> rather than going, well, I hope you like it. We're not too sure. Ah, uh, you will, you will, you'll find something. I'm not saying you'll like all of it, because that'd just be, it'd just be a, a very presumptuous statement. But I guarantee you'll find something on there. There'll be a song that you like. Yep, definitely, one hundred percent. Because it's just we've we we want a. We're trying to show that it's like you can be heavy and brutal as fuck and still write great songs. Yeah, absolutely. And it is the uh, exactly what Ingested have done here. Um, we don't have long to wait. It's the 14th of August. Uniquely, the records. The tour's in December. It's going to be a busy run, I think, for Ingested. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. And then there's 2021. This is... A couple of years worth of work, I think. So, yeah, yeah, we'll be. Uh, we're, well, we're working on loads of shit for next year. Um, mm. So, yeah, just uh, just keep your eyes peeled on all our social medias, like our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, all of that shit. Yeah, we'll be uh, announcing stuff like as and when. So. Yeah, of course, Jason. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for Thank your time. You very much, pal. Big love, man. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash gbhbl as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?